Hello, all you lovely freedom people out there, and welcome to today's Fireside Freedom Chat. I'm your host, Bradley Freedom. Uh, today, we've got Garrett Kramer. That's right, we got Garrett Kramer on the show. Such an inspiring conversation. It was an absolute honor to speak for as long as I, I was able to with Garrett. Uh, it's a little over an hour, so we got a little bit longer a fireside freedom chat. I'm almost an hour and a half, I think, actually. Um, but it's packed full of love, and compassion, and talks of freedom. Really hope you enjoy it just as much as I did. Before we get into it, I want you to grab your phone and text in to 844-992-3733. The keyword Kramer one, and that's K R A M E R, and the number one. You're going to text that into eight four four nine nine two three seven three three. We're going to send you out today's show notes. You don't want to miss this one. Come on, let's go. Hopefully more and more of us can connect. And that that's really what this is about. It's about connecting as many freedom people as we can, or people that just share this uh, core value of freedom, you know, and some level of self-responsibility, right? And I, 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 I truly believe with self-responsibility comes freedom. And the more self-responsible you are, the more freedom you want. Uh, well, we can get into this if you'd like. Yeah, Are we please. recording now? Or you want yeah, to we're recording. Into- yeah, go. Yeah, whenever. Well, well, buddy, I actually think it's a... It's a- I think it could be the other way. In, in other words, I think I think that self-responsibility is a concept, but I don't think it's a truth, whereas freedom is who we are. It, it's our very nature. Freedom is, in my mind, another word for the self, capital S, or... Um, mm source or awareness or consciousness, or you may even say God, presence. I think freedom, capital F, is a fair word to use when we talk about who we truly are. (laughs) Now, where responsibility is a concept, but frankly, I think we have to be careful that we don't mix this concept in with freedom because a concept can never be true. Mm. Like a concept is just a concept, right? right? So germ theory is a concept. Sure. It's a theory. It's a, right. uh, terrain theory is a theory. Right. When we start to say which one is true is when we're going to start to just batch each other in the head. Not you and me, but yes. this is what goes on. They are both theoretical. Now, we can surely look at the data and say, well, it looks to me like we live our lives based on 
germ theory be medicine is based on germ theory being true mm. mm-hmm. and that's the problem like we're, yeah. we're, we're the whole pharmaceutical industry is based on something that they can't prove to be true mm-hmm. now you want to say okay maybe someday they could prove it to be true sure but sure as shit have not done that yet right. so we have to be realistic about this and say they're probably never going to like if they haven't done it yet. Like yeah. I, I've never seen a pink gorilla, right? But I'm going to leave myself open to the. I may see a pink gorilla something, but, in, but <laughs> probably I'm 59 years old. The odds are, that I've never even seen one on TV. I, it's probably not going to happen. But right. I'm going to just leave myself open to the sure. possibility that maybe it's going to happen, but yeah. probably not. Okay, so. Contagion theory, even the theory or concept of personal responsibility, and we can get into why that's a concept and not a truth, if you'd like, but it's simply not. And actually, I think that speaking as personal responsibility, you know, I've been around the consulting, counseling, coaching world. That's my career, my whole life. I was an athlete, a player before that, and a, and a hockey uh, prep school hockey coach before that, high school hockey coach. Okay. And I can tell you that no performer, just limiting it to performers for a second athlete, thrives when more burden or responsibility is placed on his or her shoulders. Mm. No, mm. they thrive in the truth, freedom. Mm-hmm. So, and and if we start, and this is my opinion, and it's a contrary opinion to many who are on the so-called same side as me. And I don't really, I'm not saying I'm right here. Sure, sure, sure. I don't care what anybody says. Like anyone who's standing up for freedom is is cool with me. Like I'm fine with it. Right. And we don't have to agree on the words or exactly how we teach it. No, definitely not. And actually, we shouldn't. We shouldn't, yeah, because then that means you're a free thinker. Right, exactly. And and I don't want my wife or my children to agree with it. If that, if it's a problem. Right. Yeah, if like, everybody's just to get along, to get along kind of thing, right? And that's probably the problem right now. Like actually, my wife said to me, you know, I, I trust what you're saying. And I said, wait a second, babe. I don't want you to trust what I'm saying. No. Oh. And this is a, we're talking about the virus or something sure. about it. Yeah, I, I don't want you to research it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go. You trust yourself and go in. Don't trust what I'm. Not even my. Not even my best friend. I don't even want her to do that. I want her to get in there. Yeah. And and go for it. And then you tell me. You make up your own mind. And and that's very important. So anyway, mm-hmm. one of the issues with personal responsibility is. And I write about that. I've written about this extensively, and I write about this in this book that if I could ever get the reason it's been held up is because I held it up because something had to give during this busy time. Like, mm-hmm. I just couldn't. I'm like, I have it right here on my screen. I, I just give you a little, like, uh, we're in final edits. I'm on, I'm almost there. I'm on page 276 of 285. <laughs> so I'm, <laughs> I'm right there. And, but then it's got to get one more proofread and all that before it goes in. But anyway, so I talk about in this very book, actually, um, that until we eradicate 
the materialistic lie. And what I mean by that is, what I mean by materialistic lie or the paradigm of materialism that we live in, what I mean by that is not like materialism, like I like, I want possessions. That that actually springs from what I'm going to say, mm. but more like materialism as in duality, mm. as in separation, as in this idea that there is me here and you outside of me, separate from me. Mm. Okay, And that, again, that belief, which is can't be proven, because how would I know you without me? Right. You can't exist separate from me. Right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I have no evidence of you without me. Of right. course. Right. It's a supposition to say that once we get done with this podcast, that we're gonna, you're gonna be where you are, and I want to be where I am. Now, it's a reasonable supposition or concept, but you still, right. even the thought of you where you are can't exist separate from me. Right. So there's no separation. No one's ever experienced this separate subject and object. Right. No one. Right. But we live in this notion that there is me, this little speck in the universe, and there is all this other stuff, a million other specks, including 7.8 billion people. Sure. And, and, and we live under this paradigm that isn't even true. It's not even true. And under that paradigm that I am a separate being and you are a separate being in truth, we will always find conflict mm -hmm. because yeah. ultimately I'll be out for me and you'll be out for you because we're separate beings offending for ourselves, personal sure. responsibility and personal survival, survival, Darwinism, all this nonsense, right? So those, in my experience and teaching this for so many years, Brad, like I can see your face and your reaction to what I'm saying. You never have heard it this way, maybe, but there's something that that's in you that's saying, "Wow, this is right." Like I kind of get that. Yeah. And yeah. those of us, and those of us, and it was same with me before I was turned in this direction, like full. Like I always had a sense of it, but I didn't know what I was sensing. You know, like I didn't know it. Yeah. And 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 that's why young people generally relate to this message because young people are closer to that truth to source to God, quite frankly, than yeah. most people who are my age, like 59 and older or something. Absolutely. Cause yeah, yeah. Like, we, we've been so indoctrinated to be separate little peons in this For world sure. yeah. that we, we can't see through it. So when something like this virus cropped up, and this is a story that you may have heard me tell, uh, tell before, but it's worth hearing again, I think is yes, please. I'm, I'm, I'm home. And at this time, I think, yeah, all my kids who are who are at the time 28, 26, and 22, or 23, um, because of their life situations with this pandemic, and air quotes here, sure. um, they were home. They came home. You know, one, one they, they just came home. And cause they couldn't work. One's a, one's a college baseball coach. Gotcha. My, older son, my other son's in med school, actually. My daughter works in Miami. Um, and they just came home. And um, I was downstairs, I think, in the gym, and I CNN was on or some news program was on. 
I still watch CNN a year ago, 14 months ago. A lot's changed. Uh, yeah. so, so, and they were talking about lockdowns and you got to isolate. And I literally turned the TV off. I went upstairs and I said to my family, this is something's not right here. Mm. Something's not right. And what I and they asked me to explain. I said, well, quite frankly, I've got to learn more. But what I'm sensing right now is that this is a lie because how are we going to separate from each other? Where are we going to go? Like, I can't I can't separate from myself. Like, where are we going to go? How is this even possible? There's just no way that a suggestion of distance social distance can be a reasonable suggestion because even the sound of the car that appears to be coming from a road a hundred yards from here, I'm looking out my window, office mm-hmm. window here, that sound appears in me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't actually appear out there. Right. It's in here. Court, when you, Absolutely, yeah. The sight of that car happens here. Yeah. In me. So the idea of distancing, what, what, you can't distance yourself from yourself. Where are you going to go? <laughs> so this was a, 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 a fatal error that those who have bought into the materialistic paradigm, hook, line, and sinker, right? and think of the so-called talking heads on TV, whether the mainstream media or the government, have, have fallen for. And... They don't understand that. So they're su- making they're, they're suggesting measures or techniques that are literally wheel spinning. Hmm. And it's proven because nothing worked. Of course not. Of course it's not wheel spinning. Yeah. Because nothing takes place outside or separate from you. Even a virus. Yeah. It's it can't happen. Yeah. It literally is impossible. It's like saying um, a whirlpool in the sea is going to jump outside of the sea. Right. The whirlpool arises in the sea, and it's made of the sea. Right. It's not going. It, yeah, it, it can't, it can't exist, exist without it. Right. It can't affect the sea. Right. <laughs> it is the sea. Yeah, yeah right. So when, you, when you hear people say, well, vi- viruses are in us. They were made of viruses. Now this, the Zach Bushes of the world, the yeah, Andrew human Collins, absolutely, yeah, yeah, Tom Collins of the world, they started yeah. to say this, and I'm like, whoa! Now they're on. Now they're speaking truth. They're they're speaking from a consciousness only model standpoint, and if you listen to Zach. He talks purely of consciousness. I, I mean, love that guy. He, yeah, I, I mean, just, I mean, he brings you to tears, man. Just listen to him. You know, he's just powerful. Absolutely. And, and it's funny because my son Jackson, who's in med schools, I said, I said, hey, listen to this guy. Yeah. And he watched one of his early podcasts during the situation, and he, and he messaged me. I remember the text, like, this is what a doctor should be. Yeah. And he has since reached out to Zach and wants to intern for him next summer. I'm like, man, we're on, now we're, now we're rolling here. So, I mean, Jackson always wanted to be a surgeon. He was a college ball player. He wants to be a surgeon in his mind. He wants to be a surgeon, Mm -hmm. but we'll see where, we'll see where it takes him. So when I started again, here, Zach and Tom and even Tom Barnett from Australia talking, Mm -hmm. like, I was like, and and Andrew Kaufman. Yeah. uh, 
I started what something is going like these guys are on it. There's yeah. something here. Yeah. And it really marries very well with all things share my being. Mm-hmm. All things are made of my being. Yeah. All things are known by my being. And as opposed to the a, a model of separation, this virus, we're at war with this virus. It's the enemy. This, this is ignorance. Mask as wisdom. Sure. Mask Mass is courage, quite frankly. It's absolute ignorance. And I am not blaming people for having that standpoint. That standpoint is programmed into us from the time we're born. Absolutely. It just is. I mean, I'm not excusing it, by the way. Right, right, I mean, right, right. I'm not excusing that. What you're explaining. Has- you're explaining it. You're not excusing it. You're just explaining why and how. But yeah, no excuse. Absolutely. I'm yeah. not excusing myself when I fall for the lie because I do too. I do. Sure. I absolutely do. I'm yeah. the, to be honest. I fall for it too. But we need to take. We need to look at that and say we're just missing it. We're, we're just missing it, and we always know when we're missing it because when insecurity arises. It's simply our sign we're missing it. It's not complicated. Right. It just means to just, oh, I've overlooked my infinite and eternal self. Okay, fine. (laughs) I don't need to fix the insecurity. I don't need to get a shot or use a deep breathing technique or go drink, have a drink or something. I just, oh, thank you. You know, that insecurity is simply my reminder, like I've overlooked the essence of self. I've taken you, Brad, to be a person who exists outside of me when in fact i am the sea and you're made of me right we are one we share a being yeah amen man yeah that applies to people that applies to viruses that applies to anything animals that applies to nature yeah and we totally have missed the boat on this and and that is what i knew that well look that's that's why i knew something was off about this yeah it just didn't add up and in this book I've mentioned, which by the way, I'm not here plugging because I'm going to no, please I'm do. Not- we actually, it's one of, we, I wanted to ask you about it. You're kind of actually just answering all the questions we have as you talk. So it's perfect. Just keep going, please. Yeah. I'm not here to plug a book. In fact, as I say in the very beginning of this thing, I'm, I re- I'm really writing this as a legacy. It's definitely in my last book and I'm writing it as a legacy. And I actually plan to set up my own distribution of this book and I'm going to give away the book more than I sell the book. If I sell it at all, I don't want to make money on this book. I I'm not, it's not the point of it. Like literally, but the book, the book's not about the pandemic or anything. Although it's amazing when my wife was reading through the manuscript, she was like, wow, like you're predicting some of this stuff (laughs) because I clearly say towards the end, I clearly say there's hints of it, but I clearly say that, Unless we write this materialistic lie, the world's going to explode. Sure. I mean, I'm not, it's going to. No, I mean, no, we're, we're, still, we're, we're still going to be okay. Like consciousness can't be destroyed. Who we are, the true self isn't going to go anywhere. Right, right. There's no way that materialism, this belief or idea that you exist separate from me, which isn't true, can, can stand. A lie cannot stand. So that it's right a, there, that that's what I've come to understand as original sin. What original sin means is the belief in separation, 
Because from that, then there's, right? I mean, that's your foundation. And like you were saying that, and it's like the foundation of medicine or current allopathic medicine is based on a lie or again, an, an assumption that just might not be true. Well, the assumption, like, yeah, like you're sensing, like, like assumptions or, or concepts, as we said before, theories, ideas, this is all necessary and fine. Just using words here, buddy, when we, when we turn the theory or the concept into a belief, we we then say it's true. Like you collapse the wave, right? Now you're collapsing the wave function and you're saying, right. And the quantum talk, then you're saying now this is truth. And then, and so it is. Right. And so you just kind of pinned your whole self into that corner of belief. Exactly. Now you're living a life based on belief. And to believe is to not know. Mm. If that's why I, I suggest that everyone don't believe what I say. Mm. Like literally don't. Don't believe what anyone says, including me. Absolutely. What we would then say, as you said earlier, like explore for yourself. As I said to Liz, my wife, you've got to look at this for yourself. But what we're really saying in the suggestion to explore for yourself, like, sure, we because we're so programmed to be separate people, we we take that to mean, oh, I got to dig into this and find out if what's true and look at. But what we're really, but once we do that, what happens is we start to, without even knowing it, like even researching something like viruses, okay so basic right now and it's easy to talk about because it's so you know prevalent yeah it's right here yeah so what happens when we start to really look at it explore for ourselves we're not really learning stuff what we're actually doing is stripping stuff away so we're stripping away the conditioning Mm. of our culture around viruses in this case so we're stripping away all this belief Yep. That we have absorbed from culture, yeah. mistakenly, and that all that belief has shrouded the truth, hmm. and has shrouded or veiled our ability to see for ourselves. So what we're actually doing, and this is why Zach Bush and Tom and, all, and Andrew are so are so so essential right now, is they don't really give you more. If you really look at it, they're stripping the, the all the nonsense away. Getting back to the yes. core of it, yes. getting back to the core of it. And that's a brilliant teacher. Mm-hmm. That's a brilliant counselor. It's a brilliant parent, coach, friend, lover, guru, strip. whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Back to source. We're getting back to who we are. So what happens is we say explore for yourself. People take that from a personal perspective. Okay, cool. But eventually, as belief starts to get broken down, as belief starts to dissolve, we get closer and closer to source, closer and closer to peace, closer and closer to love. Mm. And now the idea of separation is laughable. Yeah. Well, you keep peeling the onion, right? We're peeling that onion. And that's what I've I, yeah, made the analogy of peeling the onion layer by layer. And, and that's why I always say explore yeah. for yourself. Like I must yeah. write that on, on a post like once a month. And it's so funny because pe- even though you write that, people say, Oh, why are we supposed to believe you? I said, how many times do I have to say, do I have to put this on the bottom of every single? Yeah, you do. 
in big right? bold letters every time. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. A lot of people, and that's the, the thing I've, I've said, and I've always said, uh, I can't say always, but I, I started um, a practice of transcendental meditation probably about 15 years ago. Um, but what it was is know thyself, know thyself. Once you know thyself, it's the same self. You realize it's the same self. And then we, we all get to that same truth, which is the absolute truth that we're talking about. Right. And, this, and then you can't this. be, you can't be fooled from there. From that point, you can't, you can't be, you can't be led around. Right. Because right. But not just that sure. it's, you don't want anybody else's opinion. I mean, you do because you enjoy listening to other people's opinion, but you don't want it to form your own. Does that make sense? Like you don't need the confirmation from someone else, right? It's, it's yours. And it's no, a beautiful no. place to be. Yeah. Before I answer that, though, check yeah. this out because you just said it. So th there's a quote in between the uh, author's note and the introduction of the, and the table of con uh, introduction to this new book. And it is your own self-realization is the greatest service you can render the world. Knowing thyself. So that's just what you just Amen, said. Amen, man. Yes, yes. Ramana Mahashi said that. Yeah. And, and and that's how the book opens with that quote, which is what you just said, which is amazing in itself. That's just how this how life. Well, this is what drew drew me to you was the what you yeah. say is so much. And again, and this is where I'm being we're well, and we're being led to the same people. I didn't know who Zach Bush was before twenty twenty. I didn't know Andrew Kaufman, but I, I mean, I listen to these guys and I resonate with what they say, just like you, I resonate with what you say. And, and I came to where I'm at because I came to where I'm at through self-exploration. 100%. I, I was raised without a father. I never had any sort of influence anywhere. Right. And I'm just, I've taught myself everything my entire life. That's, and that's the kind of power that I, I really want to help to instill in other people. I want other people to be strong and that, because I think that that's where we are right now is that again, the antithesis of what you're talking about and what your book's about. Well, I think, I think that it's, it's just wonderful to hear, hear you say that. And I think that what, you know, as I look within myself and see people and I think that if anything, what I've, you know, look, look I've, I've taken a lot of criticism, not only you, mm -hmm. when, when you, when you talk about, there is no actual separation. There is no actual uh, individual in truth. There's no separation. There can't be an actual individual. That's all conceptual. Mm -hmm. That very um, sharing that is not going to make you Tony. I'm not going to make me Tony Robbins. I'm never going to be that figure. That personality, right? It's the persona. It's the persona that's yeah, kind of. Because right. it, it, that, that, that. Because a consciousness only model, which is what I would how I would describe it, is is subject to so much backlash because you're because you're 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 actually calling out the ego for what it is. Sure, yeah. You don't, yes. and it doesn't you're like that. <laughs> so the ego, yeah. right? So this this illusion called ego, like the mirage in the sea, doesn't like wants to be a real thing. It wants to be water. So once you call it out, it's gonna come. It's gonna kick back at you. And I, and I'm. And I've, I've learned to be very comfortable with that. Like I'm, mm -hmm. I'm fine with it. Yeah. But quite frankly, it's been going on my entire life because I've always had some sense of this. And uh, it was, oh, even though I was a good athlete and, and I suppose I was somewhat popular because I was a good athlete mm -hmm. and, and I guess a decent leader on the ice when I was playing hockey. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I, I was, but I was also good. So it's not, you know, sure. whatever. Yeah. 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 Mine. yeah, yeah. I come from a long line of good athletes and my kids are all good. It's just fine. It's what it's one part of our life. 
part of my life and our family's life. Yeah. But um, in pointing out these the 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 materialistic lie my whole life, so to speak, I have I I've been you know you as you as we said the ego will kind of come at you for that. You, it, it's just not going to be an easy. It's not going to be an easy road, and there's and there's reasons for that. Yeah, absolutely. In other words, in, in my mind, just saying it like this, just as a concession, God doesn't. You're not called to call out the materialistic lie just because you are. Like you really got to handle it. Like you're going to be put to a test. Like yeah. do you really yes. have the chops mm-hmm. to hang in there with this? Because this is no joke here. Because yeah. this is it. This is. We could talk about. Contagion theory, you know, terrain theory, all this stuff, all you want, but mm-hmm. materialism is is the source of all the l- other lies. Yeah. So materialism is the source of all isms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's the one ism that once it goes, the hell house of cards is coming down. down yeah, yeah. Including what's happening in the world right now. Think about. It. I mean, yeah. it's crashing. Mm-hmm. So so if you're called to come after that, you you. The te- you're going to be tested. I, I talk to my children about this all the time. My son's a, as I said, a, my oldest son's a college baseball coach and they could have a tough loss or something. And I'm like, Hey, you just, you hang in here. You just, you just got to walk through this fire. You keep going. You didn't choose a profession where you're not going to be subject to criticism yeah. from press, from parents, yeah. from, the college, from, from, from fans. I mean, you, Hey, all of it. Let's, yeah. see, what you got. let's see what you got here. Yeah. Anyway, so um, we are called to, to, to point people back to source, ultimately, back, back, back to source. And what I've noticed is that, or what I, how I would describe is like, why are you getting involved, Garrett? Why are you a somewhat spiritual teacher, non-duality, conscious-only model teacher, counselor, speaker, writer? Mm-hmm. getting in mixed up in this covid nonsense because i'm i'm also on the island about that there's not many teachers like me mm-hmm. who have jumped into this fire so to speak like people at the pretty now and i'm not saying it's wrong to not speak of it like like if you don't want to that's fine but so I've been asked why, like, why are you doing that? Like you, you, yeah. you point out the materialism is a law. Like the world is just, you know, it's all to see. Like, why would you even address this? And my answer to that is, is a, is a few answers. But first of all, I'm here to support all these people that think that they're going crazy. Like they literally think they know something's not right about this. Mm-hmm. They can't quite always put their finger on it. And they're told that they're bad for not agreeing that they're wrong, yeah. that they, that whatever. They're being gaslit they, like crazy. Like people know gaslit. something's wrong, but then they just keep telling oh. that their, their intuition and eat and, and their is wrong. And so Perfect. they're wrong at the core of who they are. And that's part of, I think the, the agenda here is to stifle out God, to stifle out the life, to stifle out, stifle out that source energy that you would then understand who you are. There's something definitely, um, cause all, everything that's being done, I think is pointing to that, you know, and again, I'm, I'm not trying to get all conspiracy theorists or anything, but if you're talking no, about no, a holy war, if we're talking about a holy war, I, I mean, it, 
again, this is light and dark, I, whatever you want to say, but I, that's how I kind of feel is well, every, it's the, it's the ego's game. Like you just described the ego's game yep, perfectly. The death like, of the ego. Yeah. The ego's game. The ego ego's game is to convince you that you are a separate limited and lacking individual and you need me. So therefore, are we witnessing the death of the ego, right? Are we witnessing a third dimension represent or um, the third dimensional reality um, manifestation of the death of ego? Well, it's a weird thing to say. I, I know what you're saying, but it's a weird thing to say or to. It, that's a way to conceptualize it, as we've said, because the ego doesn't is never alive. So it, we can never experience the death of ego. Sure. We could. Well, what we're t- merely what we. What we're experiencing, perhaps, is simply recognizing the ego for what it is. Simply the belief, or if you want to say the idea, that you and I are separate individuals. The ego is that, the ego is the offshoot of the belief that I am a separate self. So, so the ego is the product of that. So what we're doing is just raising awareness to what is act to truth. We're- well, you can't really raise awareness. What we're doing is we're, we're stripping away the veil gotcha. on awareness. Gotcha. Got yep. Yep. Awareness, awareness and con- awareness, consciousness. I use those words interchangeably. Sure. Um, God is another one. God's sure. infinite being Same. would yeah, yeah. be another other words, but in, in essence, the way I would describe it is awareness or consciousness does not have levels. It is the only thing that is not an object. It is the only thing that doesn't have objective qualities. So awareness just is. However, awareness to know a world will, we, we'd say it like this, purposely veil itself to know itself. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But but the ego then creeps in and says, oh, no, 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 no. This veiling is actually truth. So I actually, you are Clark Kent. You're never Superman. You're yeah. really Clark Kent. Yeah. Where there's, there's no such person as Clark Kent. Right. Clark Kent is a, a veil, a costume. Fictitious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Clark do you know who Muji is? Do you know who Muji is? Uh, sorry to cut you off, but do you, you know who he is? Yeah, yeah. So and I, one of my favorite gurus, I love Muji, but uh, – Again, he, he he says it, I think, just so basic and easy, right? It's just the observer, observing the observer kind of thing. And that is like source, truth, consciousness is is that, is that. And it's always there and it's never changing. It's always the same. Um, we, we, and we are that observer. And we, like the, a dreamer, like a dreamer, all of this is playing out within us right now. Now, very interesting, going back to the idea of responsibility, that we see that those characters in the dream don't control the dream. But even more important, the dreamer doesn't control the dream. So this this entire experience, life, movie, game, whatever you want to say, is playing out within us right now but we are not like the puppet master of this game there is mm. no puppet master and this is vital to understand mm. and, it, and as as we're both experiencing as we look at it it's like very freeing it to is. know that yes. wait wait now 
as I've taught athletes and performers for years, well, knowing that and then jumping back into the game, knowing that that's the essence of being yourself. Jesus said, be in the world, but not of it. That's what he meant. Be go back and know yourself, go back in the world, but not as a person, not as an object in the world. Just right. go have a ball. Right. You don't lose yourself in the, in the, in the, in the game or in the, in the experience in the human experience, you don't lose yourself. Then that would go back to know thyself. Perfect. Yeah. And that's that's cool. why we, we first know ourselves. Who are you? And Muji would talk this to teach this, uh, Ramana Mahashi, Jean Klein, all of Francis, them. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Rupert Spira. These, these are all, these are all terrific non-duality teachers far better than me, but, but you know, I'm just a, I'm just a sport guy who kind of saw this. And, yeah. and they think it's cool that I've taken this to performance. Like they don't know how that even would happen. And to me, it's natural because I was, I'm a coach at, at heart. Sure. Like that's right. who I am. And that's why my son at a very young age is kind of working his way up the ranks because he can know baseball in, in and out. And he was a good player, mm-hmm. but ultimately he knows who he is. He's a coach. So, yeah. He's a coach. He, he, and he could stand as consciousness, stand as that. And then go back into the world and simply serve. Sure. And, and yeah, so what we're experiencing now, in my mind, is one of two things. It's the same thing, but it will play out in one of two ways. Let's say it like that. Materialism, the ego, the idea that I am separate, ego, is toast. Now, using time, which is another concept, but we'll leave that for now. Sure. Yeah. You don't know when it's toast. Like I keep telling people about this book. Like I wrote this. I didn't think it'd be happening six months after I wrote this. Like I didn't, I thought this is like going to happen a hundred years from now. I, I didn't think, holy shit, that I didn't <laughs> see coming. Okay, yeah. not even a little. Yeah. I, I read this last section of this book. It's crazy. Like I'm saying like this is going to, be ready because here it's gonna. But I did not think in my wildest dreams it'd be here this quick that I have to put the book on hold to deal with it. Like, never did I oh. think that was gonna happen. So, anyway, so we are experiencing the annihilation, the dissolution of the materialistic paradigm, which is the ego. Is, well, is, the, the, the ego is not, or is, it, or is the ego just an expression of that? Is what what we're saying? It's, it's all it's all happening within the sea, made of the sea. But yes, the, the material ego is the belief that I am a separate person and I view life from the perspective of a separate person, not from the perspective of the observer or consciousness, as Moonji was saying. Right. So, and that is what. If you ask anyone, who are you? They're going to say, oh, I'm Garrett or I'm Brad or I'm a, I'm doing, I do podcasts. I'm a mom, I'm a dad, right. I'm a plumber, I'm a carpenter, whatever, maybe. Yeah. I'm a a conservative. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Those these days, right. I'm a vaxxer, an anti-vaxxer, right. I mean, it's just, yeah. Label, 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 label. Sure. This this is all the workings of the ego to try to divide, to try to separate us. Mm -hmm. So that when someone labels me anti-vaxxer, which is a preposterous, preposterous label like you're just not allowed to ask questions anymore about anything so it's a it's a it's a simply a a, an ego-based tactic Mm. to try to separate me and have me be the enemy Mm. and it's 
it's preposterous to say because I'm declining a vaccine that I'm anti anything. Right. I'm, it's a, it's not even a not even a consideration because I'm not anti anything. All of it's happening within me. I'm the dreamer. Yeah. Why would I be anti anything? Right. Exactly. Okay. I'm not anti anything. I'm pro things. Right. I'm 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 yeah. pro pro thinker. I like I I I'm pro brain. I don't know. I'm pro thought. I'm, I'm pro. I'm going to do it. I I'm going to be true to myself. Yeah. And, you know, that's cool. Fine. If, if me being true to myself doesn't add up for you, hey, I still love you. It's cool. Yeah. Like I'm not. It's yeah, cool. Be Come true on, to yourself. Not, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm true to myself, and I'm not so happy with myself. Like I can mess up too. I'm not like perfect here. I make yeah. like 20 mistakes a day. It's fine. So if you think that's wrong, just tell me, and we can. We can talk about it and <laughs> criticize me till the cows come home. It's fine. Don't blame me, though, because if you start to blame me, now we got an issue because right. now we're in separation. Right. Criticism actually is vital to our survival. Criticism Absolutely. is vital, okay, vital, because all criticism is ultimately self-criticism. Sure. If you, you say, hey. Hey, gee, I, I want to. I, I didn't think. I think you kind of lost the plot here on this. If you call me up in a week and say, "Hey, man, I think you kind of lost the plot on this," like, all right, sure. tell, tell me, tell me more. Like, yeah, what's up? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and that's you're just a modulation within the sea, made of the sea, made of me. So beautiful. All all criticism is ultimately self criticism. Where it could start to get murky though is when the whirlpools start to blame the sea, mm. like. It doesn't make sense. That's that's the veil. So, that's so right there, and th- this is where I think when I when I when I say self responsibility, it's that it's not it's to not blame anyone else. And maybe that's the wrong term, wrong word, but it's it's I no. I take responsibility for my for my existence, and I always not, have like a hundred percent, you know. But I don't ownership I, I, maybe. But I think my sense of you is like what you're really saying is all of this is happening within me made of me. So yes. who else, where else? There's no happen? blame to give, right? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like there's, yeah. But check, self-blame is part of the lie. So sure. that's where it gets off. So so, so Is that blame, dogma? So is, is, is that dogma though? Is self-blame dogma? So, okay, sure. all right, cool. Because well, okay. self-blame is saying, Garrett just screwed up. Well, Garrett has never done anything. So Garrett really, Garrett's just the idea. Right. Actor in the dream. So he's, he's not, he's just a, or you could say, sure. He's he's an actor in the movie. Right. Like, you know, Michael Corleone looks like he's killing all these people in the Godfather, but that's just the role. Right. That's, that's just the script he's following. Yeah. Yep. So we can't blame Michael Corleone. That would be preposterous. We can't even blame. We can't blame anyone. It's all happening within the movie. Right. They don't can't change the script of the movie. The movie's just playing out as it will. So self blame is is a byproduct of materialism of of overlooking what's really going on here. Just like me blaming you, Brad, for something would be the same thing. And we could get caught up in it. But again, when we get caught up in it, these, this, this sensation of, of insecurity, that's just a blanket word for kind of off, would being off, would arise always. When we, start to, when we start to separate, divide and separate, we start to get insecure. Now, unfortunately, 
we take the insecurity to be, we take it to be, oh, it's arising. That off feeling is arising because of what Donald Trump is doing. Mm, right. What Kramer is doing. Right. Or what Anthony Fauci is doing or something, right? Right. When in fact, the insecurity is reminding you, no, 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 that's not what's happening. You've overlooked that Anthony Fauci is a modulation within you made of you. Now, you don't have to agree with what this, like the sea doesn't really like whirlpools, let's just say. Right. But it still knows that ultimately the whirlpool is made of itself. So just don't resist it. Mm -hmm. Don't kick back against it. Let it do its thing. And it will then return to its placid state. The problem is we, we resist and we're even taught, even those who <clears throat> know something's going on here, got to resist. We got to resist. No, 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 no. Biggest mistake we can make is to resist. Call it out. Call it out. Mm. Stand as consciousness, stand as truth, but don't resist. If we resist, it will persist. And we yeah, know that. Go. We know that if we, we're, if we get insecure, we get anxious. And we try to fight it, it builds. We know this. We all have experienced Absolutely. this. We know that when we, I don't know, in, in sport, if a player's in a slump and they try to fight the slump. It just, slump, yeah, yeah, more, 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 more. Yeah, yeah. We, know it. we just know it. We know it. We know it. Yet we're taught to fix the insecurity rather than see it for what it is. And because we are programmed to fix the insecurity, we we step on the gas pedal with our tires in mud until we can't anymore until we're exhausted. And then we let it be. And what happens? Then oh. it resolves itself. <laughs> yeah. oh, why didn't I just do that? Like, uh, you know, six yeah. months. Ago. Yeah. I wouldn't have been in this marital issue. I love her and all this stuff's happening. And I, and we, we recognize that, Hey, um, we just overlook the nature of ourselves going back to the Superman car Ken analogy. It's like, Superman doesn't need to chase Lois Lane. Yeah. But when he dresses in a suit and puts a hat on and whatever, all of a sudden he forgets that he's Superman and he starts chasing Lois Lane. Like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, You're yeah. Superman. Yeah. You, you <laughs> forgot who you are. Oh, right. And all of a sudden Lois is then attracted to like <laughs> all things will always dissolve back into source, back into consciousness. It's have like, you ever, that, that just really reminds me. Have you ever heard of uh, Don Miguel Ruiz? Do you know who yeah. he is? Uh, he wrote a book called, um, uh, well, not the voice of knowledge. It's, uh, the love, what that's something, um, oh gosh, I'm killing it. Oh, no, no, the four agreements is amazing. Uh, but it's something about love. It's, um, it's, but basically he makes the analogy that you're, you are love and you're always trying to chase love, but you are that love, right? We're always seeking love again. Everything, everything is an inside outward movement, right? It's not outside in. And that's, that's, I think a, a, a major, um, misunderstanding there too, is that again, everything that we ever need is inside just to your very point when we started, right. Was that, that actually that sound that's coming from over there is coming from in me. It's not actually outside of me. It's there. Right. So it's beautiful. I'll tell you funny. I was once, um, I went to, to Gumbridge with somebody with somebody and someone said something and I was doing a day long meeting. I think it was in London and, uh, Someone took umbrage. Someone says like, and I may have spoken like in a louder voice than I was using. So I got kind of stern with this guy, which you do sometimes. It's yep. fine. 
And he goes, he goes, your tone shows me that you're full of crap or something. Oh, sure, Just sure, sure, sure. Tone. So he's spinning, he's telling me this. Like right. some, this the way he interpreted a tone is now placed back on you somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I said, wait, let's just, let me ask you a question. I said, where does this tone you're speaking of take place? And he's like, he knows it's kind of a trick question. It's like, and then some of the audience goes, hey, it takes place within you, dude. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, right. So he's, 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 he's bitching about my tone when in fact that tone can only arise and dissolve within himself. Right. And, and, and the tone is just a tone. Again, it's just a tone. How he, how he reacted to the tone was his programming, his, his, his bias. Yeah. But, but ultimately that bias springs from his, his, his presumption or his conditioned belief Mm -hmm. that that tone is coming from an object at a distance from him. When in fact, not only is that tone arising within him, so is the appearance of Garrett on a stage appearing within him. So is the whole room appearing within him. So is the whole world appearing within him. It cannot appear anywhere else. How would that even be possible? So think about it. All of what I'm seeing right now, including the computer, including this phone over here, these books and the window behind and all this, this is taking place not outside of me. These objects are not taking place at a distance from me. They're taking place, as we would describe it, within me. And this is what the world is totally overlooking. Mm. We have there's two possible perspectives from which we see the world or we or we experience. One is the perspective that 99.99% of people would say is true. And that is you see the world from the perspective of a separate human being. The trouble with this is just like Contagion has never been proven. It's actually for the same reason. That commonly accepted perspective has never been proven. It has never been proven that you see the world from the perspective of a separate person. And as crazy as that sounds and will sound to people, luckily we we didn't go right at the top of this podcast because everyone would have jumped off. Right? So they kind of say, oh, this is a cool conversation. Now we can go with it a little bit. So so it is no one, not, a, not any physicist or neurologist, scientist, doctor of any sort can prove that, that we see the world from the perspective of a separate person. It literally cannot be proven that that is true. Just like it can't be proven that a human being is conscious. That's another thing that cannot be proven. Remember I said before about levels of consciousness? Well, if human beings are conscious, then it would make sense that there would be levels. But since it's, it can't be proven that human beings are the knower, the one who experiences, are conscious, it can't be proven. And frankly, in neurology, this dilemma has come to be known as the hard problem of consciousness. They actually have a name for it because they keep trying to figure out how the heck are people conscious when in fact they're not they are consciousness we are consciousness itself, itself. right yeah we fun it so the other option is we are seeing the world from the perspective of the whole 
So the universe, we could say, I am the universe, and all of this is happening within me, made of me, known by me. And it's not me, Garrett, or you, Brad. It's, you may even say us. It's, it's inside of us. Now, inside is not a perfect term because it's all made of the sea. So there's no real inside of anything, inside of the sea. Sure. It's like, yeah. but we use the term, it's happening within me. And sages have said, look within for the answers you seek for as long as there's been sure. sages. Because we are so conditioned to think that the world happens outside of us. Mm. We, we, we're, we're kind of counteracting that conditioning and saying, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Is this really happening outside of you? How would that be possible? Rather, could it be happening inside of you or within you? And I clearly don't mean within a body. Unfortunately, when I was younger and I heard Ramana Mahashi or John Klein saying, look within, I thought they meant within a body mm. first because I had been so programmed to be a body. And it didn't make sense to me. Like, how could answers be in a body? How could the world, the universe be in a body? Like, that's right, not, right. it's just kind of, so I kind of went with it because it sounded cool, but it was never really adding up for me until I realized, holy shit, I am not a body. I am the universe. I am consciousness. I am that. I am. I am that I am period. I yep. am. And, and when we start to wake up to this essential fact, quite frankly, Brad, the only thing we know to be true is that there's no separation. So we, we then say, well, if there's no separation, this has to be happening within me. Then yep. you have to be, you have to share my being. We, we share a being and, I think this conversation and in our work in our own way is simply reminding the world of that, right? Cause that's what we've forgotten, including mm. viruses, man. Like, mm. come on, come on. Where should, why can't they isolate a virus? Because you can't isolate anything. <laughs> right. It's like isolating consciousness, right? It's, it's that same level. Yeah. I can't isolate this jar of water if you really want to get down to it if you right. really want to look at it i yeah. can't even isolate this like even in a very scientific sense you have this water you have this hand and you have the air between them right and it's all molecules right yep so all moving nothing solid nothing solid it's all consciousness that was one of the first things we learned in school remember i mean under a microscope like like metal why does metal heat up faster because the 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 uh, atoms are closer together and they vibrate faster right and we we know this just i mean that was the basic things but somewhere it was like weird we forgot and it's like and it's it's not like we just forgot and it was that there are forces that be that are 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 banking on that that are are continuing that that um Again, the the uh, it's the the monetization of the original sin. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's that's kind of what's and and right now it's just pretty gnarly. So real quick, I have a question for you. This is amazing stuff. So in your opinion, what would one do to take that first step to knowing thyself or knowing the self? So just to just to kind of eradicate that belief um, or the original sin. 
there's there's several ways um, there's several there's several ways that that journey can be initiated, but ultimately they're all the same. It's just different descriptions. So. First of all, if you're not if you're not interested in it, then my words don't mean anything. Mm. I, don't, I don't mean you. I mean anyone who's listening or yep. watching this. Whatever. Like, there's nothing. It's like it's like telling someone to before they take a vaccine to before you do that, explore it, look into it. We could say it, and it's not illogical to say it, but ultimately, you wouldn't think if, so. <laughs> with, we can't change anyone's mind. So, so, however. So step one's the desire. Well, step, well, all desire, all, any desire you ever had in your so-called life, or I've ever had in my so-called life, any desire, any desire is the desire to know thyself. Masquerading as something else. Hello, yeah. All the, and and in, and in fact, your only desire is to be desireless. And your only desire is to not have desire. Real, yeah. No, because <laughs> when, we, when we stop seeking, yeah, and then your everything comes, yeah. and you're at peace. So when you, it's like the goal score we said before, when he or she stops seeking, the puck or the ball finds your stick, and you're, it's in the net. Like what just happened? I was running around like a nut. All of a sudden, I just held still for a second, and I scored three goals like it was nothing. Yeah, because you were so far in your head and your ego, right? That yeah. Mm-hmm. Wayne Gretzky tried to be a coach and teach players this, but he didn't quite understand what it was he was doing himself, uh-huh. and that was the issue. Uh-huh. So, which is funny because he didn't quite know, and he even went away from himself. My daughter was a, a college field hockey player, and boy, did we have so many discussions about this. It was so much fun, yeah. and it was ever a player who just hung out around the net and just was filing her nails and, <laughs> and scored a million goals. It was Chelsea Kramer. And of course, every coach tried to get her to be work harder. Right. And she would laugh and keep scoring, breaking all the scoring records. And one, one time, funny story, one time, I think it was after a sophomore season in college, at like the, the season ending get together, the coach actually kind of knew what I did in sport. He came up to me and goes, how are we going to get Chelsea to be grittier? So I, I, I turned to her and I said, let me ask you a question, Carly. In all due respect, like, how many goals do you want her to score? Like, how, how many more you goals? More? <laughs> like, I just broke the, the single-season scoring record at, at this college. Like, exactly. What are you looking for here? Who <laughs> is she supposed to score? Like, and she yeah. didn't know what to say. Like, and I can promise you, it was as a p- hockey player – ice hockey player, mm. my mistake, my mistake was being the same natural scorer as my daughter, but buying into that mentality mm. and trying to be something I wasn't and starting to hit people and go into the corners and get my ass kicked when I was really a speed guy with good hands. Right. And it resulted in knee surgeries and facial surgery, all kinds of stuff. And it, and I was a decent player in college and stuff, but nowhere near like I should have been or like my daughter. 
So very interesting. Like I would, I as a, as someone, you know, I love my daughter more than anything, but I was going to do everything in my power for her not that not to happen to her, right? As a player and as a person, because I knew what it did to me, right? And I and I and my sons are both college ball, baseball players, so it was a little different in that sport. But in in scoring, this was very evident. It was something that my daughter and I actually had so much fun with throughout her whole career on the you know, on the field. That's really anyway. cool that you were able to be conscious and aware and pass this kind of along. You know what I mean? And this is that's beautiful, man. That's a great story. Well, yeah, like look, she's not she's a, she's you know my my wife is five is barely five two. Um, I'm six feet. Chelsea's like five five, but she's petite kid. I mean, she's not this bruiser who's going to go start whack. Right. Like she's she's a she's a speed she's a speed demon that runs like a gazelle, and she's a good scorer. And, and she's look if by if if her nature was to be that gritty, however you want to describe what, yeah, it. Yeah, Funniest thing is she played that season with a broken thumb that needed surgery after the season was over. So Pretty I don't even gritty. know what. <laughs> but but she but. Be that as it may, um, it, it's all fine. It, but if, if that was her, her, who she was, then that would have been fine. But it, I, 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 I don't want anybody. My message to all to any person is, hey, be true to you. Be true because when it's all said and done, that's all you got. You know, no one is lying on their so-called deathbed saying. Oh, I want I want more money, or I want more fame, or I want more sex, or I want more right. whatever. They're gonna you're gonna say, was I true? Was I true? Was I true to myself? Mm. And ultimately, those who are most true to themselves will face the most backlash, as Chelsea was doing from her very own coach, which is hilarious in in essence. So, <laughs> but back to your question about like how do we how do we, um, what's the first step to knowing ourselves? Well, first, as you said, is, is, is the pure interest in it. Like that's, and, and that interest being front and center. And then I, I usually go right at it. Like I say, I, I ask people, who, who are you? Who, who are you? And then they will, they, you will get answers invariably. Everyone knows there's something about that question that means I'm not Garrett or I'm not Brad. Like you wouldn't There's something be deeper there, Brad. right? <laughs> so, and it's it's someone like me who's who's teaching, whether it's a, an audience or just one person. So they're going to kind of know it's a, something about that question. Right, right, sure, sure. Trick it's question. It's <laughs> not what it, what it seems. Right. But, but they will still, generally, just as I did, revert back to conditioning, and then so it's my role. It's my role to question that conditioning. So we look at these beliefs one by one if necessary, but ultimately they start to they start to drop together. Indeed. One by one if necessary, are you truly an American? Truly. Or someone tell you you're an American. Hmm. Oh. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with being American. I dig being oh, yeah. American. Yeah, huh. yeah. No, we're talking about labels. We're talking about, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Or did someone tell you you were that? Oh, wow, that's interesting. Right. So in other words, if you're from Nigeria and I'm from America, those are both beliefs. 
that we were taught. Oh, right. Okay. Are you truly a man? Like, or is that just another label? Oh. Is that the first label, right? That's usually the identification that most people have first, right? Man or woman. Am, am Am I fast, slow? Handsome, tall, short, all of these sure. black, white. I mean, just all insane. Like yeah. thinking about that for a second. Like, think about it. <laughs> we're actually promoting we're actually trying to counteract discrimination by promoting discrimination. Discrimination. Diversity. <laughs> like diversity hey. is the ultimate some smart stuff there, buddy. Oh, it's the ultimate. It's just so smart. We can't, we don't realize how smart that is. You know, there's, there's something there, Garrett. I tell you, man. Diversity (laughs) is untrue. What you're looking at when you see a group of people or things, whatever, animals, whatever, is consciousness. Mm. You're looking at love itself. You're not seeing all these whirlpools in the sea, as we said, are the sea. There's no such thing as diversity. But the ego's got us so wrapped around its finger, so to speak, that we're using the lie to try to fix the lie. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's real. That's real. We're, we're using a vaccine to try to get healthy. It's just all the <laughs> Poison. But that's but look, look at chemotherapy. Chemotherapy. What? How ridiculous of a concept is that? I killed my father. I mean, it's just devastating. Same, it's Same devastating. man. Yep. I hear you. Yeah. I watched this go down, and I, I didn't, you know, I'm trying. I, it's all fine like (laughs) right it's all in the play and it's all the thing we're talking about it's got to play itself out it is what it is we don't we can still call it out what it is so what we do is we look at these these beliefs and we really look at them hard and and we could get even to a belief like this get ready for this one like hey garrett do you love your wife oh wait you really are you capable of loving an object and you look at it and you really look at it and by the way there's nothing wrong with loving your wife (laughs) like (laughs) i tell my wife and my children i'll tell my everyone i love this stuff when i hang up the phone i'm (laughs) like who was i just just speaking to oh alex zek i was just speaking to alex oh yeah i talked to tommy john last night man yeah these are these are t- great. These are these are just love. These are beautiful modulations of consciousness. Yes, right here, indeed, right? I love them. So, yeah. Uh, Seven o'clock his time this morning. Nine o'clock mine because he's in Colorado. And we hung up the phone. Love you, love you, buddy. Love you, G. That's how I hung up the phone. Yes, we hang up the phone every time. Okay. However, can I really love an object? Is that possible? The answer to that is no, because the object is a modulation within myself. We are love. Mm-hmm. You and I are love. Mm-hmm. Now, there's nothing wrong with saying I love you. Certainly, it's wonderful to say it. I, I hope my son tells his players that on his team. I know he does because that's yeah. that's what he is. And it's all beautiful. But we look at these things and we really take a look. We get all the way down to this. Where were you born? Mm. Not will you die, because that's an easy one. We don't know anything about that. Right. Everyone knows that death is something that like we're so afraid of, but we don't even know anything about this thing called sure. death. But the question, which is hilarious in itself. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. But 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 
that question becomes even more nonsensical when you look at this. The question is, were you born? Anybody says, well, yeah, I mean, I'm here. Oh, no, no, no. Did you have the experience of being born? I don't know. So then it's a belief that you were born. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a belief. Well, but I see my kids being born. No, no, I didn't ask you about your kids. I'm saying, can you recall the experience or do you have the experience of being born yourself? No, mm. I don't. Mm. And what we know about consciousness is it doesn't appear or disappear. The true self consciousness, as Munji says, doesn't go anywhere. Just is, yeah. Just is. And if you really look at it, you've never had the experience of being born or appearing. And you've never had the experience of disappearing or dying. Mm. It literally is a belief that we are born and we will die. And imagine right now the world is caught up in, in, in running from something that can't even happen. That's how crazy this is. That's like, the virus, right? Again, it's the belief in the invisible boogeyman, which again exactly. might be redundant. Ego has got us in its grip, so to speak, all of us to a certain extent. Because if I really look at that, I'm going to say, well, that sounds all good. And I know it's true. But if if I'm honest, which I will be, I lose touch with that more than I'm in touch with it. Mm. However, I know what happens when I'm in touch with it. And I know that I return back home. And I know that that's true. And I will always go, even though I'm not experiencing that in the moment, I still know who I am. So it's Mm. like I can see all this separation, all these separate things, right? But that doesn't make them true because the belief that they're actual separate things is gone, toast. However, I still see the separation, and I am not going to deny that. Right. You're still aware of it. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I still – so the belief in these things goes – but the programmed illusions remain. And that's okay because they allow us to have this conversation and it's fine. It's cool. I'm not going to pretend otherwise. And I can pretend that I can jump in the game and have a ball. My, my son's team had a double header yesterday. My wife, my wife and I watched the second game and they lost this game and I was pissed. pissed And they lost the game. They're having a good season. Like I, they, but they, they beat this team three out of four. But so, so Ryan called me. Goes, some of my guys think it's okay. We won three out of four. I'm like, do you? Goes, fuck no. <laughs> I'm like, not a boy, not a boy. But at the same time, there's the knowing that this is still happening. It's a game. Me, it's a, it it's and it's a game. game, right? You can't take it too serious, right? Yeah. If you take life too serious, you'll never get out alive, right? Liz says to him, because she doesn't chime in much on the sports stuff, but she says to him, because he's on the speaker, right, it's one game. (laughs) What she's really saying is, you're Superman. Get your act together. You're all right. We'll all fine. Yeah, yeah. Like she's saying, but she's saying it like in very practical terms, which is perfect. And that's, she's a a terrific uh, teacher in that way without even knowing what she's saying. It's just one game, which sounds (laughs) basic. Right. But what she's really saying is, hey, get some perspective here. Remember who you are. Right, right. Yep. You're okay. Yep. And, of course, this morning, very interestingly, Ry called me. And he was driving to the to, 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 on, to campus, their practice, and uh, or whatever, his office. And he says, uh, 
Yeah, he said, we'll be all right. Like, I'm really getting, I'm really, my pitching is really coming together. I'm really starting to see it now. Yeah. I'm like, ah, okay, okay, now we got this. Because even in that loss, I kind of saw it too, which is you kind of got, the, you really got a sense of how these playoffs and how the end of the season is going to play out. Like, you see where his pitching staff is starting to really solidify who belongs out there in crunch time. And I thought that was kind of cool, even though it came at a loss, which at the, in the moment, like I said, sucked. I mean, I was like, oh, my God, how are they losing this game? Right, right. I told my son once, both my, all three of my kids, I said, you know, you guys, it wasn't easy being a parent watching you guys play. But Ryan choosing this career, this is rough, man. Like, this is no picnic because this is his career, these games. Like, so you can really right, lose. Right. Before I lose track of what's happening all the time until my insecurity will build up to an extent that I have no choice but to say, hey, get a grip here. But as Liz said, it's only one game. Get get a grip here. Or what she's really saying, though, as I said, is who are you? Right. Who are we? Right. Let's get together here. Yes. And, uh, yeah. So what we're doing here, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're asking the fundamental question, who are you? Who am I? Who are we? In any way you want. Another way to say that, Brad, would be on whose behalf is this experience taking place? Very good to to remind yourself that it's not taking place from the perspective of a limited, lacking, separate person. Mm. How would that even happen? So that's another way. Another last one I'll 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 give you is um, very often when we um, lose track of who we are. Um, we get stuck in a decision. What should I do? So being stuck in a decision is always a, a, a symptom of I've overlooked who I am. But that's okay because that's what happens. Part of the so, game. Part of the game. So when we're stuck in that decision, the concession that I recommend, and what I mean by concession is just a kind of a strategy, dropping off the perch of purity, just to spin us back back home. Mm. A, a concession would always spin us back home, whereas a technique, I'm just using words, would sure. always send us further out into the lie. Gotcha. So like positive thinking would be a technique. Sure. So because instead of removing layers, you're kind of adding more on. Adding layers, exactly. And you're because you're 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 if I'm gonna think positive, then I'm in control of my thinking, which is just ridiculous. Like, sure. And everyone knows they really look at it, thoughts arrive, they just come. Yep. There's nothing you're gonna to do to stop it. Right. You pretend to stop it, but no, not right. gonna happen. Becoming an observer is much more effective. Exactly. You could and that's because it's true. Yeah. That's because you are the observer. Like, that is the you're truth, not right? in control yeah. of these things. And if you think you are, you can do, I could just prove all that in a second, right. but we won't do that here. So so Ask so if if we're stuck in that that oh stuck in a decision what should I do knowing that we've overlooked the essence infinite infinite and eternal essence of our own being simply make the choice that best reflects who you are mm. that's it like and you are love you are peace you are consciousness you are God's infinite being make the choice that best reflects that. Once that, so here I am, here's that, here's the choices. Once I make the choice that best reflects who I truly am, peace, love, freedom. And once that choice is made, 
you, and you make it, you sit there and say, oh my God, I never had this choice to begin with. This is always who I am. So you're home, you're home. And, and that is a, an incredibly effective concession, especially right now. I can't tell you how many times over the past year I've reminded myself of that. And I've reminded my friends of that and people who have called me. Like, I, I cannot tell you because, man, is it is this situation rife for confusion? And so we just, who am I? Make the choice that best reflects that which I truly am. You will literally never go wrong. It's impossible. Wow. Garrett, man. Uh, wow. 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 What a great talk. Uh, um, so really quick, one last question I have for you is, could you please let everyone who's listening know how to get a hold of you and how can people find you and get more of this information? Uh, maybe well, I, just, I just got one of these things on Instagram that I may be disabled. So that may not be a terrific <laughs> place. <laughs> Uh, what a pl- what what where are we at? How is it that someone like you can't? It, it's just it's such a weird place, I man. Read the post that they were telling me that were that they were taking. They took three posts down today, and I I couldn't even see which post. But then I think I got a clue. And what's so funny about that, just as an aside, is like if I was going to take down some of my posts, those are the wrong ones. Like they're just not even being smart about it. Right. Like they like they don't. They don't understand what you're saying. That's the thing is that you've got these fact checkers who are so far away from any of the godliness that you're speaking. They're the wrong post. Like if, if they're really trying to beat me, they're, they're just, it's a, they're, they're the worst. They're, they stink. That's yeah, a team that's, I mean, you, but I, I would remind people that like this, they, these, these guys, they, they're clue. Like I, I feel bad because dude, like you're taking down the wrong post. You really want to you're taking the wrong ones, but it's fine. Like, okay. So I, I, I just clicked okay, but I, it's not gonna. Ah, whatever, it's fine. So anyway, you know, but Instagram, like this Instagram thing, is hilarious because up until a year ago or eight months ago, I'm I had like Instagram wasn't really a thing for me. I right. didn't even use it. Right. I just love the, the, the that community. Like, yeah. It to be to be honest, like I've had a long career, and before this happened, this book was gonna. I, I closed Intersports. I still have some clients that I work with, but okay. I, my, my career was pretty much about just flying around the world, giving my, my one day meetings, which I love and talks and, and I wrote, we're going to write this book and then kind of just do the, you know, just talk to help people, you know, whatever. And in all, all honest, like meeting people like Tommy and Alec and Allie, his mother and gosh, on and on and on. Um, uh, you, I, I, I tell you, like mm. this has been special to me. Like, I, like I, because I've always really had a, a, a an interest in health and well being and taking care of myself and our, my family and my wife's this way too. But I, I never quite brought it together with the consciousness model, only model that I teach, and that is very near and dear to me, and. This has been an opportunity for me to do that. And it's really been special. And I'll tell you, like, the, the people that I've met, and I, I've heard this from other people, too. You probably have as well. And you probably would say the same thing. Like, the people I've met in the last year, I wouldn't trade it for anything. No. 
that's, would, that's what 2020's done, right? I mean, 100%. It's brought us all together. Like, because I've just always been kind of a, a, I guess, I guess if you're a free thinker, you're an outcast. That just seems to be yeah. the way that it is, right? I mean, just your whole life, right? Because you'll question things, and usually that's not popular. Questioning things is not popular. People just want you to kind of go along with whatever's going on, right? So, yeah, being being here now and and uh, being able to connect with again, like <laughs> you, Tommy John, all these people, it's just uh, again, yeah, we're finding our, our, our my tribe, if you will. What you see, man, and those people is like here we are. Like it's fun, so funny, Tommy. Like talk about Tommy. I worked with his father when he retired from the Yankees. Tommy got into the kind of consulting field and he, and he came to me, we played golf a bunch of times together. And then when I met Tommy jr, mm-hmm. I they had the same name. I didn't even know that was his son, that they, they were father's son. Oh, really? <laughs> one day, Tommy puts a post down. He mentions his father. I call Alec. I said, wait, are you telling me that's Tommy John's son? He's his son. He goes, yep. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I, Tom, like Tommy Senior was in his office two years ago, hanging out, talking sport and kind of coaching and yeah, and the mentor and all this stuff. And and I'm on a golf course with him. Yeah. And what? Like, it was just so cool. And I told Tommy, he's like. And he's like, boom, man, boom. Like, holy, it was so funny. <laughs> it's a beautiful but, thing. Yeah, what you'll find in what you'll find in 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 this in 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 the people that you mentioned in in the wider community is everyone is just so freely themselves, and everyone's so wonderfully different modulations of the same thing. Like it's so cool if you really mm-hmm. look at it, and I think that that's that's um that's that's just been fantastic. It's like my 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 dream of of um coming back to the true self is just playing out before our eyes. And I think if we can just hang in there, sure, stand as love, stand as courage, freedom. I'm not saying don't speak out against the lie because you absolutely, I would never not. I would, I'm not capable of not. Um, but in the back of our minds, if we can just see that this veil is being chipped away, it's, it's receding, it's going, it's going, and we just keep at it. I think I think that, as I said, either materialism, materialism going to go, as, as we said, it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot, it cannot stand. Sure. The question then becomes, does the world go with it, or do we live in harmony? Mm. And I... I, either way, we're going to be okay. I want to just remind sure, everyone of that. Sure. I promise we're going to be okay. We would, all we is would, well. All is well, either way. But perhaps over the last year, I'm starting to see a glimmer just in, in, in people like you, like meeting, all, and, and they're all younger than me, which I love so much. Like, mm. I, I, like that is the young generation, younger than you and even younger than you, like way from far from me. Like yeah. I was talking to my friend Ali. Um, who lives in London, London in the UK, and her son Ali was in the car when I was talking to her on my way to the office today. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Ali, and uh, and I've told Ali, like I I know Ali a little bit. He just turned twelve. I'm like, he's it. Mm-hmm. Ali is it. Mm-hmm. We're doing this for Ali. Ali is going to change the world. Yeah, Ali is going to change the world. And absolutely, 
that's why it's so important that we that we we um, stand as and for freedom and truth, and we hang in there to set that example for our youth is essential right now. Absolutely essential because they are bombarded with the opposite, and we we've got to set that example to to and, and they'll recognize it. They'll they'll they'll, they'll recognize it clearly. Ali will recognize it. Yeah. That the, yeah. the youth, the young will recognize it and they will, and that will allow them to stand as themselves. So we've got to just hang in there a little longer and this thing's going to flip. Oh man. Amazing. Amazing. Right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. So what's, what's your Instagram though? What's your Instagram? Even oh, if you do no, get booted I, off. <laughs> yeah. My, my website is uh, just my name.com. Garrett Kramer.com. Yeah, yeah. So you can just get get in touch. The website, like my YouTube, was shut down, so that's not on there anymore. Okay. I haven't written art, but so the, the website's pretty rudimentary now because <laughs> come off of there. And I don't plug my books on my website, so you won't see any of that. However, there is a contact form okay. on the site, and then once someone contacts me, then we could just then it's a standard email cool. or text exchange or Beautiful. call or whatever. Yeah, cool. Well. Thank you so much again, uh, Garrett. Uh, that was very inspiring, um, full of love and information. Um, and I hope we can do this again. I, I would love to talk to you more. There's, there's so much more. And again, this is, this will always be a talk of exploration of consciousness and all this good stuff, but, uh, freedom is definitely the hill that I'm here to die on. Uh, because without, without this, um, foundation of freedom there to me, there's nothing else, right? I just had my first daughter as well. So, um, just not really. Yeah. yeah. You know, here we go. So yes, sir. thank you. God bless you, doctor. Or sorry. I don't know why I think you're some doctor. Are you a doctor? That's probably why no. you're so smart. You're not a doctor. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's like one of these things I'm these days, I'm just okay. like, man, no, thanks. I, I, uh, when I was in college playing hockey, I, I uh, thought I would be a, maybe one of the things I would do is be a doctor of psychology. And I, I made it, um, I think two weeks through the first psychology course until I dropped out. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be right. Like this isn't. Well, dude, thank works. God you did. Have you heard Tommy John's story? Dr. Tommy John, have you heard his story? Right. And he's like that. And that book was owned by Pfizer. He was like, okay, that's it. I'm happy. Just, we're in All it. Right. We're in it for sure. All right, Garrett. Bye. Thanks a lot, buddy. We really appreciate you. Thanks. All right, buddy. All right, bye-bye. Bye.